0: Relaxed.
1: Right, guys, welcome back to Take Flight Podcast, episode 59. We are close to the 60 episode milestone. I think uh we received a special message when we hit the 50 episode milestone, which you haven't shared with the wider community yet, but maybe we'll share that uh with you eventually. Um guys, welcome back. How's everyone doing? P, how you doing? Yeah, well, well, very
0: well. Um back back in Basel, Switzerland. Um, settled families well. Um, Karim turns one on Sunday. Round of um, applause,
1: by the way. Round of applause for Karim. That's
0: incredible. That's incredible. Um, Lauren's great and yeah, all good. No complaints. Always, always good. Always good.
1: Alhamdulillah. Olu, how are you doing? How's was popping?
2: Good. Back to reality. So, yeah. obviously, we had the vacation period traveling. Yeah. Now you're hit with reality and work, and especially, I think this topic is going to be really good because. Coming back to work and working in that digital era or digital age mm-hmm. is completely different. And yeah, sometimes it can be frustrating, but it's good. Can't complain.
1: Good to hear, man. Daniel, how are you doing?
3: I'm, I'm well. I'm good. Man, a few words. I'm good.
1: Man, a few words, but the words that you do say are very impactful. I have to it's say really that. And guys, I have to say, I think this is our first podcast we are recording where we are all 30 and above.
2: Oh yes, this is a, this true. is
1: like a we're like a mature we're like a mature audience now, mature mature podcasters. Still, uh, still, still quite far from the forties, but we're there. Um, so, before we get into the episode, episode fifty-nine, I just wanted to say a very quick shout out and thank you to all our listeners, all our supporters. We really appreciate you sticking with us for fifty-nine episodes now, and um, we're going to do a ton, uh, ton, ton more. A lot more episodes in the future. Also, interviews as well that are on the way. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to do a very small request. If you are listening to this on your phone, I'm just, I'm sure it's likely to be an iPhone. Please go on the Apple Podcast app and leave a review. Five stars would be very, very much appreciated. Um, stuff like this is really where we get our word of mouth on the episode. We get more listeners, etc. So please go on Apple Podcasts, Take Flight Podcast, and leave a review for us. If you're not subscribed, please do so as well. On Spotify as well, subscribe. We really appreciate the support. Continue to listen and continue to share with a friend, family. Uh, we love all the positive feedback we receive. So thank you so much for that. Um, so now that's done, quick, re- quick uh, idea on what this week's episode will be about. We'll be talking about remote work. something that all of us have been getting used to. It's been a big change for some, not so big change for others, um, but we'll be discussing what remote work means for us. And what we see um, in terms of the future of remote working and how it's impacting our lives and uh, the people around us. Uh, so I think with that, we will cue the music and start episode 59 of Take Flight Podcast. Right, so Mr. Daniel Johnson, a man of few words, but those words are very impactful. This is your episode that you're leading today. So how, how should we start the show?
2: So in this, yeah, you're, gonna need, you're gonna need more than a few words to lead the episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I can do it in twenty seconds.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> so no, so I wanted to. This is based on some feedback from one of our listeners, and I think it's quite um, poignant and apposite um, to discuss during the, the times we're living in. And it's around how do we excel in the digital era? So with COVID hitting um, globally, it being a global pandemic how do we all adjust how do we excel how do we survive how do we thrive to retain commercial polish and to remain at the same time attractive to our current employees and to any potential employees for those who may be looking for work and i think it's why i think it's important because you know most of us for now for the last six months have been working remotely and for those who may have just started a new job just before the working from home kind of mandate Was implemented, it can be quite daunting and quite difficult for you to get your, you know, to make yourself known, to increase your responsibility, to make yourself known to your team, to even get to grips and get to, you know, get to grips of the the role. So I wanted to discuss as a four, um, I know, you know, how I am continuing to remain um, relevant in this climate, but from the three of you as well, of course, we work in different industries. What are you doing to maintain? That polish, um, that attractiveness to your employers as well as taking on additional responsibility? Or have you been trying to relinquish responsibility? Yeah, I want to ask you what's so the question? what's the question so, for me? So, so so before you before you returned to work, you were, of course, it was back in the office, you was, you know, BAU. When you returned to the office, you were hit with the uh, with the reality of you having to remote work and in a different country that you were used to. So how did you first take how did you first find it having to ease yourself <clears throat> to ease yourself back into work, but at the same time not having that team around you that you would usually have
0: yeah no it's um i think I think to be honest we're all still adapting, and I think the key thing that comes to mind with this discussion is your ability to adapt as quickly as possible um so for me, it was a bit of a unique situation because I came back to work after a break, so I was actually i had a renewed energy um and I actually looked forward to sort of inducing that back into the team. Um, but I think one of the things I tried to do is whenever we had team meetings or whenever we had uh, meetings in general, I'd raise my energy levels a lot more than I would usually do it in person. And so it could be felt a bit a bit more vi- virtually. Um, and so it was just really sort of just trying to keep the spirits high and trying to sort of close that bridge of of the fact that we're not together but we can still try and have a productive session um, virtually. Um, So I just focused on energy. That was my, that was my thing. Um, But I also realized that that one of the other challenges was the number of meetings that were being scheduled. Right. And, and so whilst I was focused on having good energy, it was almost like, I wonder how long I can sustain this for, because literally for just a five minute discussion, there's a 30 minute uh, meeting being scheduled. so yeah, maybe the short answer to your to that question is just um, adapting quick and then focusing on raising my energy levels more than I would in person.
3: Okay, cool. And Oli, have you found have you found it working remotely on a more consistent basis? And what do you do to stay um, relevant amongst your team, your managers, and their superiors?
2: Yeah, so similar to P, and I think similar to a lot of people, when we first heard about lockdown our mindset was that this is gonna be for a short period of time. Um, So I think originally you're just trying to do the um, status quo. So you're trying to just make sure that your day-to-day job can be achieved and done. Um, But you start to realize that you can't work the same way you were previously working in the office at home, right? Because by you having an office or your computer and being at home, sometimes you feel like you have to be in front of your computer 24 seven. So when I first started, my biggest difficulty was knowing when to take a break, knowing when to take a break in terms of just walking away from my screen. So I've got an, um, an iWatch, so every one hour, it tells me you've been se- you've been seated for one hour. So I'll get up and walk around. Um, lunch breaks, <laughs> lunch breaks, I'm very disciplined in terms of taking that one hour break. Either that's to go for a run, either that's to, if I'm honest, take a take a power nap. Um, but whenever I just make sure that I take that one hour out. And then lastly is just knowing, okay, when to shut down in terms of working um, your corporate nine to five sort of job and work on other stuff or spend some time on yourself. So if that's 6 p.m., 7 p.m., whatever you feel is the right time but knowing, okay, when do I shut off and completely um, focus on myself and what I want to do? Because especially I think all of us work in a global company where you have colleagues in different time zones. So you'll reach, you'll get a ping or a message at 9pm, 10pm. And just because you're at home, that person knows you're at home, (laughs) you feel like you have to respond. Um, So I'll say the biggest thing was really just adjusting my lifestyle because it's okay to do work crazy for a short period of time. Um, But okay, how do you make this sustainable as this might be a whole year, a year and a half from working remotely?
3: Okay, cool. And Troy, what would you, anything you would add to that? Anything you would um, give to our listeners as advice or in terms of what you've experienced?
1: No, I think um, we, I mean, we were talking to, about it a little bit in the, in the intro before, I mean, before we started recording the episode, but I think the biggest change for me is just, it's opened my eyes up to how much more productive I can actually be working from home. Um, as you can see, I'm not in my usual setting in Stockholm. I've been working from my parents' home since, for the last month. Um, if you had told me six I thought, months I ago thought, that... I
2: thought, you were, I thought you were in prison. <laughs> I you lost. <laughs> you're back. You're back. back you look like you're joking. Hey, honestly, the way the way they, the way this room is set
1: up, no, be, you're disrespected. I didn't have this light in front of my eyes, mate. He's
0: disrespected, man. Go on, go on. That.
2: But actually, that, that's
1: there's there's a reason why we're looking to move house and trying to sell this place and move
2: to a bigger place. I'm gonna send you some plants. It's not about the, it's just about the aesthetic. I'm gonna send you some plants to um, <laughs> so help you with that background. <laughs> Wait, send them through. You've got more
1: than enough in your uh, flat. so I'm sure you can send me this one. Um, but no, honestly, it's just a, this just really opened my eyes up to the productivity of working from home. I've been here for the last month, got a desk, um, and I don't think there's been any drop off in my performance, at least from my view. Um, both professionally and things outside of work, so that's probably the biggest thing. It's helped me to become a lot more productive. And now I honestly feel I could be anywhere in the world, and as long as I have my laptop, internet connection, and a good light in front of me, I'm good. Um, just
0: quickly, a, a couple Wally. things. A couple Wally. things I wanted to add um, on with this with this now change of working. There are significant um, advantages and significant drawbacks. Um, But I tend to, I've wanted to sort of focus more on advantages and to to, sure mentioned it, the question I ask myself is how can I be more productive in this um, situation where you don't really know when it's going to end or if it is going to end. But I think the thing that the, the message I want to send to us and also myself, keep sending to myself and other people listening is that we have now a unique opportunity. And I said it in my answer earlier to work towards our energy versus our time. And so this whole working from remotely is debunking the entire nine to five where effectively the model is based on you being fixed in one place um, and you're expected to focus for that entire time. And it doesn't take into consideration that people are able to do deep work at different times of the day, right? Some people are night owls and some people work well early in the morning. And so the question you have to ask yourself is as a company, um, I want my associates at their best, right? And when can they basically achieve deep work? And so what I've found during the day is, whereas you would be expected, someone's looking over your shoulder, you know, you're expected to sort of look busy for that entire time before you go home. If you leave at five, it looks like you're not busy. um, When actually you could be one of the most productive persons there. Working from home allows you to sort of create those, like you mentioned, 90 minute blocks, right? And you may decide to take a nap from one to two because you haven't got any meetings. But that power nap allows you to go, um, strongly again from three to five, right? and you might work again from seven to nine. so i think I think we people should focus on the concept of energy versus time, and we should now be judged based on our output versus us actually sitting at that desk where you where your base is irrelevant, right? What you're producing should be the focus so i think I think that's something which um is is um is can is an opportunity given the situation that we're in.
3: No, I agree, P. And I think that also talks to about perception when you're in the office. You know, there's always the perception that when you're at the office, when you're at the desk, you take li- limited breaks, you take a very quick lunch. It's often the idea that, that it's often perceived that you're very busy, you're very hard working. So how would you, how do, in these times, do you remain visible to your manager and your team? Because, of course, there isn't that looking around over the shoulder to know, oh, that person's at their desk are working, or you can see their spreadsheets open and it's they're not on, Google, Google Chrome looking at other things that are non-work related. So how do you stay relevant and you know um, visible to your team as well as your manager?
1: I mean, I don't mind quickly sharing. So it, it, I think it depends on the job type as well and the type of role. The role that I'm in now is a lot of projects. Um, so it's things that I can't do on my own anyway. I'm reliant on um, a team, a group of us working together and having close and regular contact. <laughs> So that's why in, in in my particular role, the way that I stay engaged and the way that I stay visible is the fact that I'm required to have to have discussions and meetings and calls, and of course, to allow enough time to actually do the work as well. Now, all these calls that I'm having, um, everyone that we haven't, there's no spoken rules, but everyone has their video on. Everyone is engaged and everyone's looking at the screen pretty much the whole time. If we have full day meetings, we're ensuring that we have breaks every uh, forty-five minutes. So no one sat in front of a laptop for more than an hour, um, and that for me it helps me keep engaged. If I know that the camera's on and people can see my facial reaction, I can't be looking like I'm distracted. I it kind of forces me to focus, and I think that's actually worked both ways. It's helped me to focus and also, um, kept kept everyone visible. And you you can see who's who's trying to contribute or or not. And probably one last comment. With that, I think it's helped because in meetings sometimes the person who's maybe not as extrovert or quiet, but has great ideas um, can't give much in the conversation because their personality doesn't allow them to. But at least now in a virtual conversation, um, you can request or people can put their virtual hands up or they can give their input in the chat. So I actually think it's helped people become a bit more inclusive in those types of uh, discussions, at least from my personal experience anyway.
3: Okay, cool. And Oli, what, what do you what, do to stay remain Invisible?
2: Daniel, can you go next because I, I would, I want to answer that, but I've got a question for, for everyone that's tied to it. So it'll be good to understand what your views okay. are first.
3: Okay, cool. In terms of remain invisible, I think I have a good manager who doesn't, who isn't a micromanager, and um, something that we, I'm, a, I'm, am in a team of, there are four of us, but we all don't have overlapping work. We're all specialists in, within our right. But so there, there isn't much collaboration in that regard. But there is sharing of information amongst ourselves, and we have weekly team meetings. So it's not really remaining visible to my team. But I think when we have team meetings, we always have our cameras on. We speak regularly in a in a kind of messaging uh, messenger um, work related messenger, not WhatsApp. Uh, so and with my manager, I you know we we have weekly catch up, weekly one to ones. And there's regular communication throughout the week. So I I always make sure that stakeholders to the work I'm doing are constantly are um, apprised Mm -hmm. with any updates. And I think that helps with the communication and staying relevant because it's not necessarily directly emailing my manager, but it's including him in conversations that I'm having and keeping me updated with the progress that I'm making. And that makes you remain relevant, makes them know that you're working first and foremost, but also it just helps you in terms of that communication. So while I do have my weekly one-to-ones, we can talk on things that have been done rather than not trying to catch up on a million and one things. Hmm. Oli, yeah, you had a question for us. Yeah.
2: So Daniel, um, your, um, what you've just mentioned is exactly the same for me. I have weekly one-to-ones with my manager and also we have team meetings where we meet as a broader team. To collaborate or talk about what each of each individual is working on, but one question I had with this visibility because it sounds like at least for um, Daniel and I, a lot of it is like one to one with your managers. Whose responsibility would you say it is to ensure that you stay visible to your team? Would you say it's your manager's responsibility to set that up, or because I'm guessing some some of our um, listeners might not have managers who set that up? would you say that they need to take the ownership
3: percent say you are you are you should take the ownership hundred percent yeah because if you want someone to know information you should be the one to reach out never put the never assume Universe. or never expect put the expectation on someone else for your own growth you mm. are the driver you should be the one to set it up and the time's not convenient find a suitable and convenient time to discuss that or to keep them in loop with what's being done. Because often managers don't reach out to you. Because they only sometimes managers reach out to you because you've done something wrong. It's not necessarily to praise you. It's because of what's going on here. Why have I not heard on this? So sometimes you can foresee that you can preempt it by keeping them in the loop, keeping them informed. Because that's what I think makes a a, a really good um, employee and helps with that, that really.
1: Just to build on Daniel's point as well, I think it's I think it's definitely driven by the individual on how to manage the kind of frequency and what makes sense. But I think also, it's the if if you're a good leader, then you should also understand and have that want to to know what does your team best want, what's their mm. best form of communication, how how can you ensure that they're operating at the best as they can be as well. So I I, I fully agree that it's down to each individual, but I think a good a good leader, a good manager, they should also mm. be be willing to l- listen to their team about what their needs are as well.
0: Yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in a position where um, we've actually, the, uh, my manager's changed. We have a new manager as of July. And so I guess I speak right now probably on the behalf of those who are joining new roles and, and maybe new companies. I think the first thing, you're, you're obviously trying to build trust over in a short period of time that can help you um, downstream. But I think it's being open and, and asking your manager, what, what. what do you prefer? What's your working style? How would you like me to best serve you? so you can best serve us and the organization. Um, and I don't know sometimes if we do that enough, right? If we, we, if we, we expect perhaps them to ask us the question. Um, but I, I've been very direct in saying, what do you prefer? How do you like it? Um, and I
2: can basically adapt to that. Mm, no, for sure. Like a part of me agrees with what you all well mentioned where a great leader would take that ownership, but we can't all assume that we have a great leader. Um, so you need to take ownership of your destiny. So by you setting up that call, I find that it reduces the fire drills, right? Because a lot of times, the reason why you get last minute requests and it's because your manager doesn't really know what you're working on. So by having that weekly touch point, um, you're able to say, this is what I'm working on, make sure that you're both aligned and then you can also get insight to okay, in two weeks' time, three weeks' time, we're going to work on X, Y, and Z, so you can pre-prepare pre, um, for it prior to the time. So yeah,
0: I think also one of the things I've noticed just quickly, just to tag onto that, is not that it's sh- not that it's. I've I've almost felt like the quality of my work needs to be higher and is higher because of this distance, right? And I feel like when I have the op- when when it is my turn to sort of present or or share a particular perspective or analysis. Um, I put everything into it because that's the only time I have almost to help the team understand what I have been working and what I have been doing right and so I don't have the weekly um one-to-ones with my manager I think we have it once a, once a month um but I kind of use Kabamba. it <laughs> 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 I kind of use I kind of
3: uh, <laughs> wait, wait wait hold on Go that, on. that wait, sorry sorry that is 12 times in serious. a year. That's serious. No, no, no. That, that's serious because that could mean for like four weeks you could be doing
0: nothing. No, but that's... No, 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 no. no because you're <laughs> no, talking about... Dangerous. You're making the assumption that we don't have any touch points. If you're talking about one-on-ones, for, for me, it's it's one a month, right? Because yeah. there's a team of five mm. or six. Um, But we have the regular touch points almost every single day as a team, mm. right? But that's not one-on-one. So what my point was is I kind of tried to... um push the quality higher because that kind of show it, 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 because I, people as, as much as you it's almost like again this perception for me i think people should uh give the trust first until the other person gives you a reason not to trust them mm-hmm. so for example if i'm not active on online or on chat for example for the entire day you shouldn't make the assumption that i haven't been working because if I have, if I if it not I'll I make the assumption. No, no, no. Because, because, because my point is is when when my, when i when it's my turn when I'm up, that should show you um what I've been up to. Right? Yeah, how Pete, Pete, How good are you? How good are you with journals? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But I, I see the I see where the question's coming from, but I don't understand the, the how it feels. By that. What that, do you that, mean?
3: That, 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 that was the post yeah, joke. I,
0: Part of me. Oh, um, oh, oh, oh wait, wait, wait. journals. Oh, I thought you hell, meant.
2: Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant writing journals. Oh, oh no, 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 reconciliation
0: journals. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I could. Poppy, I tell you
2: what though. So you know how you mentioned, and I'm going to base this on something that happened today. Um, I find that sometimes your quality might reduce based on the fact that you don't have the collaboration with other people. And you can't just walk over to someone's desk or someone walk to your desk and scrutinize your work as easily as on this virtual world. Reason why I say that is we've got a new exec, yeah? Um, And he asked me to send something over to him, right? So I spent all morning putting it together. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, missed my lunch. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me quickly finish this. And I wanted to go for a run. So I sent it, went for a run. And then he called me, he was like, no, oh. no. First of all,
0: first of all, time out, time out, time out. I can stop. I stopped, stop. Right there, stop right there. 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 Time out, time out, time out. So, so <laughs> we should actually do an episode on on career tips one on one based on our last eight years. So this is what this is what I will say yeah. just before you continue. Yeah. Whenever you, you say you know, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You don't have to continue. If you are, if you have a new executive or a new anything above you, yeah. right? There is no sending files and running after. Like, you...
2: <laughs> that don't want... <work. laughs> no, 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 no. Because you had the update. We had the update last <laughs> week. So we had, we've had okay. we had a conversation in our conversation last week, yeah? And I think he wanted to make some pages or whatever. So he was just like, oh, we've talked about this. Just put this in an Excel, send over to me. So we've had the conversation before. So for me, it's just me doing the Excel work for the exec, if that makes sense, yeah? Mm-hmm. So he calls me, he's like, yo, something doesn't look right. And I'm like I'm out already, so I'm already out. So i like,
0: when is when is Excel
2: is peak? Gone,
0: gone.
2: Oh. So I'm like, no, it must make sense. I'm obviously 99% sure that I'm right, right? So I'm like, no, it must be right. It must be because of X, Y, and Z reason. Yeah, gone.
1: On. One quick question. So you know when he calls you and you pick up, have you already started your run? You midway or you finished?
2: He's finished. Oh, I started. I'm midway. So I stopped my okay. run. So okay. I, one advice that I'll say to um, our audience is technology is key yeah in terms of i personally have my emails and my stuff connected on my mobile phone so if i'm out and about and someone messages me i will receive it so i don't need to be physically behind my desk i can still respond to quick questions and i think that that makes life just so much easier because I don't let's even, say for I don't even people, on to the phone bro if i'm getting back home first and i'll pick it up imagine i went this i disappeared for an hour yeah for a run then the question is, oh, is Olu really working? When it's like, no, nah, I didn't take lunch, et cetera. So anyways, long story short, I get back and I look at Excel again. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I'm making changes, et cetera, And then I catch up with my direct report, my manager. So not exec, but my manager. And I'm like, hey, this something doesn't look right. Like we're basically collaborating, right? Which we would normally do if the person was next to me. I'll collaborate, say, yo, does this make sense? We'll go back and forth, the rationale, etc. Anyways, found out there was an error, made the changes and sent and said, hey, apologies, this is the updated version, yeah? The mean-
0: problem now is you're on the back foot. So now all your work yeah. now has to be He's going to have A1. that extra.
2: But I'm saying because by... He, he he's, looking, he's, look, he's looking at you like a liability right now. <laughs> But us being remote, obviously you don't have that level of collaborate, like being able to collaborate with that's no you excuse.
3: You've had six months to get that,
2: That's to get straight, man. That's no excuse. Like <laughs> Olu, come on, you've man. Had six
0: months.
3: <laughs> well, you I, had guess, time to I that, guess for the listeners, I
0: think it's a very bad example and a very misleading example to share with the audience. Because because <laughs> the, cause the message I take doing? sorry Daniel, sorry, Daniel. Let me just quickly let me just quickly shoot him and you can shoot him after. The message I take from that, yeah, yeah, is that even after even after what that tells me is you're getting slack in your role and i know why <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say but what that tells me is even after eight nine months however long you've been doing this role you're yeah. still not you know crossing your t's and dotting your i's that's not a good example do you, do you know what that go tells me go ahead you? daniel go ahead shoot him shoot him go hey, ahead show sure show
1: show sure, 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 okay. sure yeah, go back for to you. You. what, what, what it, experiences it, for you guys what it what it um <laughs> what it tells me is that rent to rent is popping <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yo the deals
0: are coming through thick and far. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I was gonna say I was now I was gonna say that for you it seems that the, the run was more important than what you had to do. So you're trying to finish off a task knowing mm-hmm. that you wanted to go on a run and therefore school, you just said' That's schoolboy
2: school errors, man. Come on. Yeah, question I got for the rest of you guys. So none of you have made any errors mm-hmm. at work? No, of course, but Olu, come on. Okay. In the context in which sure. no, 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 no. it sounds it sounds like none of you guys have made any
0: errors. No, 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 I think I think I think I think Olu, it was the variables you gave us, right? You've got a new rookie executive of the year. A new executive yeah. that you're trying to basically um impress until you've gained that trust. Then you've mm. then you've you've shot the file off,
2: and then you ran you've then ran. It doesn't not it not sound right. Oh, oh. Mm. Got it, got it context context
3: is key but okay can i
0: just quickly can i just quickly say right i think i also (laughs) find that wait just quickly just on olu's example as well it's almost like there's an opportunity for us to explain to the organization this is how i want to basically manage my day i want to go for runs and i don't want to go for a run and feel bad for going for a run right Mm. like so when i when i made the point around um i wouldn't check my phone it's because i'm going for a run and so we all know what it's like if you're going for a run and you check a message and it's not what you want to read. It's going to mess up your run. And so I don't see, as long as your, your intentions are in the right place and you are you are working, you're, 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 sort, of, you're sort of producing the output that is at, its, is at its highest standard, I think you should be able to run, have lunch, spend, you know, um, I would to say talk with, your, talk with your friends during the day, but you get my point, right? But There's an
2: opportunity to, to be flexible here. P. so I'll say to you, that's the reason I took my work phone with me on the run. So if I hadn't sent that file, obviously I wouldn't have taken my phone with me. So me taking my my um, phone with me was saying, okay, I've sent out this file. I've waited 10 minutes. There hasn't been any response. If he does have any quick questions for me to explain the template, explain the file, whatever, it will be just a quick picking up my phone and responding versus me feeling trapped in my house and saying, oh, I sent this file. I now can't leave for the next three hours until I feel like it's safe to leave my house, right? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, go on. I
1: don't want us to digress too much, but I think there's four words that perfectly summarize the situation. Do you know what those four words are?
2: <laughs>
0: rent that? to rent.
1: Beckley. <laughs> <laughs> Property
0: solutions.
1: <laughs> Property solutions. That's, that's all everyone needs to know. That's all everyone needs to know. Before so so
0: for, Ellie, let's for, let's our, for our listeners quickly that are wondering know what this joke is about um um Olu is is basically um just smashing through his his side hustle targets and he's he's on hyper growth right now so um look out for him he's coming um you will see him on tv you will see him on youtube so you this will make more sense
1: and on the flip side if you're a colleague or a fellow employee of Olu expect some more mistakes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He's fully focused. He's doing everything. He's doing everything. Ten out of ten. Well, on, on, on
3: back 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 onto the topic. I'm um, sure you mentioned something about you know uh, collaboration and a lot of work involving colleagues. And he said a lot of um, video video calls. So what what is what is the right etiquette for video calls? Because it's something that we're all having more and more, you know, on a daily basis with clients, with colleagues, you know, virtual coffees, etc. But you know, what what would you say the etiquette is for video, video calls?
1: Um or how so think, do you turn up to them? So turn up. So every, I think some people, people who are working from home, they're like, at least from what I hear, I have some friends or whoever that aren't maybe showering first thing in the morning. They're waiting until the middle of the day or the end of the day, etc. For me, I need to wake up. I still go to to the gym in the morning, and it's important for me just to shower and get ready, shave, even if I'm spending the whole day in my bedroom, um, or in my room in my apartment in Stockholm. And that's the first thing. So just as if I'm physically going to be seeing them face to face at the beginning, I did start, I I was wearing shirts and trousers and stuff or comfortable trousers. But then after a while, I was like, I feel a bit more comfortable with a t-shirt on. I pretty much wear black. So that's my uniform. Once I got this on, it's like, okay, I'm in work mode. Um,
2: you said t-shirt, you still got like shorts or trousers on? Or no, now, so now I wear like, they're, they're, they're not necessarily work trousers, but they're comfortable work trousers. Does that okay. make sense? yeah. yeah so yeah.
1: kind of trousers that you can uh, lounge in. Um, but that's kind of my work uniform. So once I've got that on, I'm ready for the day. And in terms of video etiquette, so I think it's important to have lighting. So I have my light that I take with me everywhere. So when I was even in Turkey, I had this. Uh, here in the UK, I've got it. So that's important. Um, and yeah, just making sure that it's high enough Whenever I'm talking, not looking away, but really, if I'm trying to make a point, looking directly at the camera, um, and that's that's I think the thing that um, I've been doing really. I think I don't know, Daniel. Is, is, do you think I missed anything? No, no yeah, I,
0: wear, I wear three-piece suits in the summertime, man.
3: What about you? I basically, I, I am. I just, I just turn up to them whatever I'm wearing um, because most of my Oh, actually, i had i had i had a call with a client and this was back when everything was locked down i think it was april so i hadn't had a, a haircut for what a good seven weeks and i had i was i was wearing a durag um so i logged into the call with a client but i started to log on with my camera off and so i had logged on but luckily the ipad was facing the ceiling I just flipped it, turned off the camera and just took the D-rag off. But luckily the client wasn't on the call yet. It was just a colleague. Um, but no, no, I just wear Because most of all my video calls are internal. So I just wear t T-shirt like what I'm wearing now. And I'm usually wearing shorts because it's been warm in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wearing jogging buttons, I'm wearing jogging buttons. But I'm not standing up. So, you know, I I just go as whatever I'm wearing. Um, because most of most of all the calls I have are internal. All my external calls, I've very rarely put my camera on or cameras aren't on for external calls because people are dialing in from handsets. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Camera off and camera on for me is, is again, another another energy play. And so I remember um, our uh, our CEO had mentioned one of the ways to save on your energy is turn your camera off. Don't feel like you have to have it on for every single meeting. Um, And it helps because if you turn your camera off, I can literally put my feet up um, and there is people maybe don't realize that when you're having to look into a camera 24 seven and make a point it, it's draining. Um, so I, I, I do look at my calendar at the start of the day and think to myself, which ones would I basically, um, turn my camera on and off for to the point where sometimes it could just be me and the other person. That person has their camera on mine stays off because, <laughs> because that was my strategy going into it. And I, and I know what meetings I have. So I think, I think, um, and, and no one's going to really say to you, turn your camera on. Right. Um, so yeah, so I I, I um, I'm very calculating with, with that. Um but yeah, I think I'm like you guys. Um I started I started for key meetings in the very beginning wearing jogging bottoms and a shirt. Um and then I just basically converted into sort of t shirts. Um but I'm it's it's I'm super comfortable. So so it's yeah, I
3: think I think the comfortability is, is the most important thing. I don't think we should now be trying to recreate office at home. You know, this is our work, this is our this is our personal space and we're basically inviting people into our personal spaces rather than it being work and just having a video on. So I don't think anyone should feel compelled to put their camera on if they don't feel comfortable doing so. The just, one
2: I think it all depends, depends if it's internal versus external clients, right? I think internal, yes, that does make sense, but external, I wouldn't recommend to any of our listeners to show up comfortable because you're representing that company. Um, and if you're talking to, a particular supplier, a particular customer, a particular bank, externally. Unfortunately, there's going to always be stereotypes or perception based on how you're dressed, even if you're comfortable at home, right? If Daniel comes on the screen with a durag and he's representing Bloomberg, you can ask questions, right? Like, it's, it's as an external client, but internally, I think, yeah, you can be comfortable, but externally, I would say, still be presentable.
1: And just, just one quick remark on how game changing this is. Like if if our listeners were to look at Daniel Johnson's wardrobe and see the amount of sharp suits and shirts that this guy has, to have the approach that he's now taken, it shows you how much the world has kind of shifted. And I like the idea yeah, of wearing true. a suit and shirt now and like smart shoes and then going on a one-hour commute to the office, it's just I don't I don't know how we were living like that. I, I really yeah. think um, on one of the
0: episodes, we should, because um, a bit of a side comment, and I'll give it back to you, Daniel. Um, there's a lot trending around how 2020 has been the worst year of people's lives, and I can understand that to an extent. But on the flip side, I also see how they've been, depending on how you are, how you perceive things, there have been so many opportunities and so many good things that have come out this year um, that I think it would be good to sort of touch on and discuss. Um one of them is what you just said, right? Um, you don't the days of having that tie all up to your neck, and you have to do that in the morning. <laughs> nobody's doing that anymore, right? So, yeah. Quick question, sorry. Does anyone have desk that that raises? No. I have a higher desk but not not here. Yeah, I need. I think I need to invest in that. I think I think being able to alternate between standing
3: and sitting is is, is a good idea. What I wanted to say is, and I think we kind of steered towards the kind of remote working um, and this digital era, but I really wanted to kind of close on a few remarks because it is very much, whether we like it or not, it's very digital. All of it's mostly online. We're all working remotely via internet connectivity, etc. And for those who, are, for example, are working or looking to change careers or even just general rule of thumb that i think we should all be doing is that you know one of the greatest impediments of growth is not ignorance but the illusion of knowledge and knowledge is something that in every field doubles every five years so if you're not updating your knowledge upskilling yourself you'll soon become an expert in an industry that unfortunately that no longer exists so even in these times we need to be upskilling ourselves spending at least an hour a day in things that we're not used to in order to stay relevant to order to you know go with the curve and go with the way that we're moving in, especially in this digital era. So what you first need to do is to modify your thinking and then your behaviour, because you need to think it first before actions um, go- follow. And even in this example where a lot of us have been working from home, we've had to adapt, but also we've had to modify and change our thinking in order to stay relevant, in order to, to continue to have our jobs, in order to, to continue to progress in our careers, because growth and the career progression doesn't stop just because we're now working from home. We should still have those same goals, that same yeah, desire, that insatiable hunger to achieve more and to do more. So it's also at the same time, whilst true, we're learning, because no one's gonna force us to learn, no one's gonna force us to to increase our knowledge and to learn more. But we must be all, we must be willing to do the things other people will not do today, so that tomorrow you can have those things they will not have trust me that's what i'll end on yeah end on that man no one say nothing after that you just did Um, no i (laughs) 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 think
1: right guys so what a way to close uh daniel thank you so much he started the episode saying that he's a man of few words but as you can tell the words that he says are very very impactful so daniel thanks a lot for a great episode episode 59 of take flight podcast in the bag Thank you so much for your support, for your continued listens. We really appreciate it. As mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, if you have got an iPhone and you're on Apple, go on Apple podcasts and leave a five-star review, please. We will love you forever. Any other platform you're on, please subscribe, like, share with a friend, share with an enemy, share with your mom, share with your dad, share with everyone. We really appreciate everything. Um, hope you had a great listen, and we look forward to getting back to you in episode 60, I guess. Uh have a, have a good uh, weekend weekday whenever you're listening to us and as daniel says god bless Peace. if you have any
3: feedback for us take flight podcast on instagram or take flight podcast at gmail.com take off take-